Welcome to Clear Headed. I'm so happy you're here. It's very LA of me, but I want to start every episode with one big deep breath. So if you're out running errands or you're sipping your first cup of coffee or tea in the morning, or maybe you're winding down for bed, I want you to join in. So breathe in and breathe out. Okay, let's get clear-headed. So hello, happy Valentine's Day. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. I saw someone post this yesterday and it was like, happy day of independence. And I was like, I love that. Oh my God, let's reframe that. I know, I I was like, I want to use that this year. Yes, okay, I'm obsessed with that. This is what I want to gain from talking with you and our conversation is independence, how to get there, how to feel really confident, in touch with your body, owning your body, be in touch with yourself, own it, love it, be it. So here's our Valentine's Day episode. To everybody listening, Rachel is joining us. She's a somatic sex coach. Okay, I googled somatic. I don't know. You probably put it a lot sexier than dictionary.com can for (laughs) what somatic is. Can you explain that a little bit? (laughs) Yeah, so it's body-based therapy. So it's really like understanding the belief that traditional talk therapy ignores our body. We focus so much on our mind and so many people go to traditional talk therapy and they get to this point where they like understand, right? Well, I'll use a little bit of my story for an example. Coming out of a radical Christian cult and going through therapy, getting to a point where I understood sex was healthy, sex was natural, sex was good, but my body would still shut down anytime I tried to have sex. So it's really bridging that mind-body connection. So a lot of the work I do with clients incorporates body-based practices into traditional coaching or talking, right? Mm -hmm. So as my clients are working through things, I'll continually ask them, like, where do you feel that in your body? What's coming up for you? Like, if they say my heart's racing, okay, well, let's take a moment and let's place a hand on your heart and offer your heart love. <gasps> what does that look like? So it's incorporating body-based practices so that we're not just doing all the mind work because our body is our greatest teacher and our greatest source of intuition. And so many of us live as floating heads completely disassociated so what I do is really help people I'd say like I teach people how to have intimate relationships with themselves and that's where the intimacy and the sex comes I'm not teaching people how to have mind-blowing threesomes I mean (laughs) sure if you want that like we could talk about it first before we get there we have to have intimate relationships with ourselves oh it's so important and ironically so overlooked how important it is to have an intimate relationship with yourself. I was just talking to somebody the other day about how different it is, intimacy versus just like sex, right? Like mm-hmm. they're so often intertwined and, and, and overlapping, but really great sex needs intimacy and trust. And the way that you get there is by building it first within yourself. So I'm so excited that you're doing this. I'm so excited to give anybody who's listening tips on how to get closer to yourself. And I mean, honestly, selfishly, I'm excited for myself because I will be the first to stand up and raise my hand and say, I am all in my head, girl. I am all in my head. 
I tell my partner, Sarah, all the time, I need to be more in my body. How do I get there? I need to be more in my body. I'm just, I understand my body in my head, but I don't feel it all the time. So I'm assuming that you were mostly in your head before your aha moment. Yeah, absolutely. I was so disconnected, but also growing up in like a radicalized extreme religion. Radicalized religion thrives on people being disassociated from their bodies because if we're associated with our bodies, if we're in relationship with our bodies, we are not controllable. Yeah. Taking that power away from radicalized groups or religions is coming back home to your body. So much of what they preached was the sins of the flesh and making sure that you don't give in to them, making sure that you are, you're praying and you're honoring God and everything you're searching for is outside of yourself. And what I come to realize and teach is that everything I need is actually inside of myself. You describe it in your book, Finding Feminism, which is a beautiful memoir. Anybody can go order it. Great story. I love the detail that you give. Your mom sat you down one day when you were when you were younger and handed you a little red book, right? And that was all about honoring purity. And jumping to down the line in your future, you picked up a little black book that was Purity is a Myth. And that led you to this new perspective on life and how it's not sinful to have skin-to-skin contact and sex is healthy and natural. And that's like kind of propelled you into this entire career right yeah exactly it's like (laughs) I wrote this book because I finally got comfortable sharing my story for so long I felt really embarrassed and ashamed of my story I was the weird homeschool kid that grew up in a Christian cult right like it's kind of you know I didn't relate to a lot of people even in my early 20s and so a lot of my early 20s I was like masking to try to relate to people because I had grown up so differently than a lot of friends and colleagues and so going through this shift of welcoming myself and honoring my body started in probably like my mid-20s so about six to seven years ago and it's been a really beautiful shift and it started with reading Jessica Valenti's book The Purity Myth and realizing like oh my gosh so many of what so much of what I was taught is not true and it's been holding me down and keeping me captive and I'm ready to be set free. If you could give advice to anybody who maybe is having their aha moment with sex, with intimacy, what is the biggest takeaway that you have taken with you to help grow that confidence in intimacy and it being okay? Mm. I think probably there's Emily Nagowski says this and she's the author of come as you are and I've taken several courses with her she's phenomenal but I think this is the biggest thing because so often we when we have our aha moments around sex or intimacy and start to break free of the chains that have bind us especially as women right even if we didn't grow up in religion there's a lot of sexual shame and chains that are binding us and she has this quote and she says the only things bad in sex are non-consent and unwanted pain. And when I share that with clients, I feel like so many of them have this aha moment of like, oh, I don't need to be afraid of this. I have agency over my body. So I think that's the biggest moment is remind yourself that you have agency over your body. How you want to experience pleasure and sex and intimacy, as long as it's consensual and there's not unwanted pain being caused, 
explore, have fun. Like you are able to do with your body as you please in consensual ways. Yeah. Wow. There's that sounds like there's so much freedom in a realization, which I guess there is kind of freedom in every realization, but there's something just juicier about it when it's with your own body like it's not really you're not really relinquishing power to anybody else you're not you're not saying I just have to accept this and and kind of like move forward you get to embrace the realization that your body is yours and you get to do with it what you want in intimate ways you have so many different courses that you offer but one that I really want to talk about specifically for Valentine's Day is partners not projects can you tell me just a tidbit about, in your own words, what this is? Yeah, so <laughs> it actually came from a conversation I had with my dad, leaving a long, t- like a three-year relationship where I lived with the person, and God, that ended almost three years ago. It was two weeks oh. before my book came out. He broke up with me. <laughs> oh my gosh, think about how much has changed. Oh, I know, and I was like devastated, and my dad looked at me, and we're like, driving to my book release party and I'm in this like new apartment I have like no (laughs) I'm going to go celebrate this big success while my life is falling apart like simultaneously (sighs) and holding the duality of both of those things was very intense for a while and my dad looked at me and he was like Rachel I've got to be clean with you you always choose projects and it's time for you to start choosing partners and I've just sat with that for a while And what I found in my work with so many women is we have, I work with so many incredible women who are so in charge. They know what they want. They like don't settle for anything less in every area of their life. And then when it comes to dating, they're like, I'll accept what I can get. Yeah. And it's this total disconnect. So that's why I created this program called Partners Not Projects. And it's written for people who get into this habit of martyring themselves for other people defaulting to what other people want instead of what they want, not being able to answer the question, what do you desire? How do you like to be touched? What do you want in a relationship? If you can't answer those questions, then this is the course for you. I teach in this course prioritizing your relationship with yourself above all else. You cannot have healthy relationships with other people until you've prioritized a relationship with yourself. Like you have to prioritize that. And I'm not saying you have to like love yourself fully to have healthy relationships but you have to understand yourself to have healthy relationships. Oh my God, that's so well said. Understanding yourself, I think, is more valuable sometimes than being happy with yourself because you can be happy with yourself, but it's a facade. Yeah. You don't really know why you're happy with yourself, what you love. You're just like, okay, I'm happy. It's like ignorance is bliss sometimes, but when it comes to yourself, it's really not. For this course, do you have people in your course that are in a relationship or is it mostly people who are single no there's like a widespread of people taking it um so I have people that are in relationships too because it's really meant for the woman who like maybe you're in a relationship and it's healthy and you're happy but you have no idea who you are or you've never prioritized your own needs you're a mom and you're constantly giving 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 to your children and your husband or spouse or partner right or you're a partner and you're constantly defaulting to what the other person in the relationship needs and never taking care of yourself. This is for people that are also in relationships because we fall into these same traps of martyring ourselves for other people because there's this myth within people pleasing, right? If I people please, then I will be accepted. People will like me. 
But what happens when we people please and default to that is we abandon ourself. Yeah. And so it's like, we're not actually happy when we people please because we're constantly abandoning ourselves in these moments. So it's really switching that and saying like, I matter, I deserve pleasure. I deserve to understand my desires and I'm going to figure them out. Wow. It's so true. Like I have been a people, I mean, I think honestly, I think most people on this planet have Mm -hmm. been a people pleaser at one time or another, whether you were a kid, whether you were a teenager trying to fit in in high school or middle school or college or in the workplace, like you have people pleased. It's okay. But it's not sustainable long term. Mm -mm. And really, you don't gain, like you said, you don't gain happiness. You're just absent. You're just absent. You're not present. So when you go through this course, like what happens after? Right? Like what happens after you get to the place of, okay, I figured out how to communicate, how to say what I want. Or maybe there are people out there who have done the work who are listening who say, yeah, I feel comfortable communicating. What's a tip for like keeping it up? And how do you, how do you suggest people monitor when their needs change and how do you pivot and vocalize? Okay, yeah, maybe I used to want this, but now I want this. Yeah, it's being really self-aware. I think that's the biggest thing. And recognizing like our desires, our needs, they're going to change. If you are a person who is evolving or interested in evolving and trying to, you're going to change and it's okay and it's beautiful and it's great to know like things that I wanted a year ago, I don't want anymore and I've changed and they're, they're, I'm, I'm continually re-arriving at who I am. Yes, I love that continually re-arriving. I literally have goosebumps. It's such a great way to put it. It's not always that you're, you know, you're you're old or your needs are expired. You're just at something new. Like you're showing up for yourself. You're coming back. You're saying, this is what I want now. Gosh, I I just, I love that. It's a beautiful knowing of yourself to know that you're changing. And like, it's great. When you have come to the place that you're at, I look at you and I go, okay, that's a goal. That's someplace I want to be at. I would like to be that confident. I'd like to be that self-aware. I'd like to be that in my body. For you, Rachel, what do you do to check in with yourself? I think one thing that comes to me as you're asking that is like intentionality and always reminding myself that my presence is the most important. So even like this morning, I was kind of rushed and I was putting on lotion and I was like, wait, take a moment. You have two minutes to like love on your body as you put on your lotion take a moment and so I just like talked to my body as I was putting on my lotion I was like got legs I love you thank you for getting me out of bed this morning thank you for allowing me to walk my dog thank you for allowing me to go outside chest thank you for beating in my heart and I just like took a moment of gratitude I think the biggest thing is reminding yourself presence and connection to my body even when yeah. I don't feel like it right It's like, I have two minutes to try to connect. I can give myself that. Yeah. That's such a good place to start too. Like it's a good place to check in constantly. And for anybody that's feeling overwhelmed, like two minutes is a good place to start. And what you're saying is kind of like going along the lines of, have you ever heard of body neutrality? Yeah. I love that. It's so new to me. Body neutrality is basically not the idea that you have to be emphatically happy with the body that you have, but just thankful for what 
you have that works like thank you for letting me legs thank you for giving me the strength to walk my dog you know so I think neutrality is like a good starting place would you say absolutely yeah we can't go from like self-hatred to self-love it's too big of like a pendulum swift shift for our bodies to really like truly authentically believe it yeah so just like starting by getting to a point of neutrality and being like I'm thankful that you're doing I'm thankful that my heart never stops working like that even when I'm sleeping my heart is always beating like that's a huge thing to be thankful for wow that's such a good perspective if there was one piece of advice that you could give for anybody whether they're single maybe they just went through a breakup maybe they're happily in a relationship or maybe feeling a little disconnected from the relationship that they're in for this valentine's day what's like one note of love that you could share with somebody spend time with your pussy (laughs) spend time (laughs) in pleasure (laughs) spend time and it goes back with the neutrality thing too, right? When when I allow myself to spend time and pleasure with my body and experiencing pleasure with my body, it's really fucking hard to hate myself. It's like yeah. hating yourself becomes really hard because you're like, wow, I am capable of so of experiencing so much goodness in this body of mine. Yeah. And so spending intimate time with yourself, whether that's just like massaging your yoni or it's actual masturbation or if it's just placing a hand on there and whispering a gratitude, like whatever it is, spend time with yourself. I see so many people and coaches and therapists that talk about embodiment all day long and they never talk about your pussy. They like refuse to like go there. And I'm the opposite. I'm like, that's where I want to start with clients and people because that is typically the relationship with ourself where we lack the most. Mm -hmm. And so starting there in this point, like that is our divine feminine. That is our creation. That is literally how we like bring life into this world. And to ignore that is to ignore like the goodness of our bodies inherently. So spend time with your pussy. (laughs) That's my advice. (laughs) A deal. Sounds fabulous. I will be doing that. Perfect. Um, (laughs) I want to end on a note of affirmation, which you offer affirmations on your website, which I will put a link in the notes of of the description. But your affirmation for radical self-love, I think would be just a little bit of it to end for this Valentine's Day or this Independence Day. Independence Day. I love it. Yes. (laughs) So if everyone, if you're listening to this and if you're driving or, or wherever you are, just take a moment and pull over or excuse yourself from the room and get just with yourself for a moment. And this goes back to body neutrality, but touching your hand to your head and saying this prayer of thank you for allowing me to think, understand, question, and create and then wrapping your arms together in a self-hug and saying thank you for your ability to hold the people I love, including myself. And then place a hand on your heart and say thank you for your ability to love. Thank you for never taking a break. Thank you for providing me with life. And place a hand on your stomach Say thank you for digesting my food. Thank you for keeping me safe. And place a hand on your thighs finally. And say thank you for getting me out of bed this morning. 
Thank you for moving my body to the beat of the drum I choose today. Oh, I love that. I just did that right with you. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and your story and your intimacy. Thank you so much, Kate. This was great. I really appreciate it. (laughs) What did you take away from this episode? I took away that we need to love ourselves. Leave what you took away in the reviews. And please remember to follow us on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, and subscribe on Spotify. Check out the notes in the show description for Rachel's book and her website. I love you.